Hello, and welcome to the 202nd episode of the Cue It Up podcast, the only podcast that comes with a money-back guarantee. I am your host, Jared, and to my left is... Mikey. Nick. Eric. And we are the Cue It Up podcast. Guys, uh, today on the show, we're going to give a brief rundown of what we've been watching the week. I think we've all been pretty busy. I don't expect that to be a long segment this time. Um, after that, we're going to get into a spoiler-filled review of the movie uh, The Watchmen. Is that right? I don't know. It's it's not, this one is Watchmen. Watchmen. It's just called Watchmen. I always I actually don't know. I, it's, it's he knows it annoys me. I know it annoys Eric, so sometimes I do it on purpose. That time, I caught myself doing it and then decided to point it out to Eric just to show him that I love annoying Yeah, because Jared never makes a mistake Mm-mm, unintentionally. It's all intentional. Yeah. It's all part mm-hmm. of the game. Right. All right, so we'll get into spoiler-filled review of uh, Watchmen. If you've not seen Watchmen... Uh, please tune out, come back after you've done watching it, and we'll talk to you then. And it is Eric. a movie that your experience will be greatly shifted if you uh, mm-hmm. if you hear this podcast. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I did. Uh, even for bad movies, I, I do not I do not ever encourage someone to listen to us talk about a movie that they've not seen. It doesn't make any sense to me. All right, let's get into uh, what we've been watching in the week. Mikey, have you got your thing ready, or do I need to go to Eric? My Igu Girdle? Mm-hmm. I've got it. <laughs> It's getting more ridiculous. It is yeah. every time yeah. we say it. I Google now. I Google, yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. What have you been watching, Mikey? Well, let's see. I uh Can you do it in the can you do it as if you're a Rorschach? Can you say the date and time and do it in a Rorschach voice? Rorschach's journal. Rorschach's journal. No. I'm not good at yeah, it. Rorschach's Rorschach's I'm not good at it. I'm all congested. None of it none of it sounds great in the uh headphones. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. doesn't translate stop well. Doing that. Yeah, we'll just have to we'll have to move on. Uh, no, I uh, I watched uh, Chariots of Fire, old school. <laughs> old That's a pretty school. good movie. I yeah. like it. Oh, you like Have you it? ever yeah. seen it? I like a, I like the message. What I about think the, the music? soundtrack's great. Yeah. Uh, I think gets a little dull. It's a very boring it, For me, movie. Yeah, that's yeah, a movie. Dull, yeah. I know really that's well. Why, but I haven't it's, seen that movie since I was a kid. So yeah, right. I can't that, speak Yeah, it's it. been a while, but I liked it. Yeah, it's still good. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. Voodoo. I bought it. Mikey Flicks, right? Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. I'm surprised I, you like that movie, actually. Well, I grew up with it. My old man was obsessed really? with Chariots of Fire. He, we were driving around in our old, like, Pontiac, whatever car, and he kept listening to Van Vangelis or whatever his name is. Yeah. And the Bodyguard soundtrack, which, no, I'm not going to buy that, but... I have that song on my uh, my playlist. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I will oh. always love you. That's oh, a great no. song, man. All no, right. It's not when you hear my dad sing it. Oh. Um, <laughs> Dude, <let's see. laughs> nobody. I I love it when artists sing with just. I mean, no. They just let it let it rip. Oh, just let it go. Like I, oh. you know, I love the power ballads of the '80s and stuff mm. like that. So, like, interesting. Uh, I like that kind of thing. Oh. All right, what else do you watch? I uh, I also watched Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes. Okay, so did I. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've already made some allusions or outright statements about my uh, sort of obsession into looking into uh, the life and crimes of Ted Bundy. Mm. Um, so I, I know a lot about Mm. as much as your amateur uh, detective as I would be in this case. I was afraid I'm offended by that. What do you mean? Amateur detective. It just means like, listen, I didn't do any of my own research. I just read a whole bunch of other people's research. Well, that would be pretty amateurish if you're a a detective, I would assume. So what would you call that? 
Uh, Jared, you're, you're 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 fascinated by a topic. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, I just want to strip your title from you. So when I went to go watch a documentary, I was afraid that it was just going to literally be everything I've already known. It is that a couple of new things are in there. The other thing is, regardless of already knowing a lot of the information, that documentary is put together really well. Yes. Is it by the same guy who did uh, Paradise Lost? I think. Yeah. I think that's what I heard. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Mikey, what did you think about it? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I watched uh, it twice. I think that, I don't know if you had the same opinion. I thought every episode was better than the one before it. it like, early well, on. Yeah, it, it gets had more it, interesting. Well, and like. I don't know if you call it pace because when you're talking about documentaries versus you know uh, storied films, it's a little different. But like, I think I think personally, pace mm-hmm. is more important in documentaries. Yeah. You know what? It I mean, really I can't, I'm not you guys as used seen a lot more breaking down a documentary. You guys yeah. seen a lot more than me, but uh, the the one that I think of whenever I think like I think of that really ramps up well. Um, uh, gosh, I can't even think right now. The the Indian guru. Uh, yeah. Wild Country. Wild Country. Yeah. Eric, have you watched Evil Geniuses yet? No. I know. You I know. really oh, need Eric. to watch that. You're the only yeah. one. How many episodes are in? I think um, it's four yeah, it's five. not very long. It's not long. How many episodes are in the Ted Bundy one? Four. Four, okay. Mm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the, Wild Wild Country, it, like it, it ramped every the end of every episode ramped it up yeah. in a way that you could not press start for the next episode. Yeah, and and each one you never it never felt cheated. Yeah, because that's the thing is I've seen other documentaries do that, and I and I, I it does hook me into the next one, but it feels like a sometimes it feels like a cheat to just kind of get you to start the next one. That one, um, this that one, one it literally ahead, the story itself just keeps ramping up. And yeah, it's, just a, it, it's 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 it, they just. It's it's nice when an, um, someone editing something like that knows how to pace out a good story structure and how to plot it out. It's almost like it's it's like getting a good book plotted out. So I could I could do a fairly good job of writing you a movie and understanding how to make a flow and stuff like that. I think if you were to be like Jared, I here's the money, go make a documentary. Be harder. Yeah. I, I, I truly don't know be, if because I you're have not that beholden to any timeline. You're not beholden. Like you can literally show. What happens at the end, and I mean, you can do that in a movie too, but it's it's a little trick, you know. There's definitely a you need to have a solid storyline, mm-hmm. whereas like a documentary is an overarching thing. Like if you're doing a topic, you may not fully complete whatever topic you're doing. You That's may true. reference something that doesn't need it. Like you have so much. It's such a, a wider sandbox to play in that I think it would be difficult to narrow yourself down to specific yeah. topics. Uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend this Ted Bund- Ted Bundy documentary. I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, Zac Efron movie. I haven't watched uh, that trailer. The yet. trailer, I, I. What the heck are you? Oh, so Ted there's Bundy. a movie coming out about Ted Bundy, and uh. I, I'm I'm just not quite sure how you're going to be able to even in a R-rated version of that story tastefully tell the story of Ted Bundy and actually do it. I don't know if you know if you want to call it justice, but here's the thing: I'm not entirely convinced I'd want to see what I know about Ted Bundy up on a screen for entertainment. I, it's disgusting and sickening. Yeah, so bit, I'm not quite sure a what line, they're doing with right? That. Yes, especially when it's real life stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not sure. I mean, I, they've already made made for TV movies about him. I've I've seen them. 
So really, yeah. They I watched one BTK one, and I was like, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to watch these anymore. I, I remember so stupid. I think there was like a couple of them when I was a kid. I remember a couple. I maybe maybe it's just one, but I remember watching those. BTK's uh, daughter just wrote a book. I really want to read that. Looks mm-hmm. interesting. Mm. All right, enough about serial killers and our uh, interest in them. Uh, yeah. What else did you watch, Mike? Uh, I also watched uh, Get Me Is Roger Stone. Scream for help. Say again, yeah. as we as we ignore Eric's. That's uh, the best way to do it. Yeah, just ignore him. What'd you we'll say? We'll mute him later. Uh, what do you wait, call wait, it? Wait, wait, we don't have the budget for that. Yeah. Oh, I know. actually didn't hear him, so it might not have picked up. I implied oh, that yeah. Mikey himself was potentially a serial killer. No, okay. not me. You were saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, get me Roger Stone. Yep. Watch that mm-hmm. okay. on Netflix. A Netflix yeah. original documentary. Very topical as yeah. of right now. It was a uh, yeah. It was pretty good. I liked it. Yep. So. When actually, since it has to do with politics, I think the least amount said on this one the best. So, well, right, right. Uh, but let's see what else we got. Oh, and then I watched everything on Netflix with uh, Sam Kennison. So, <laughs> I just did that one day. I'm gonna show. What you just agents. searched Sam Kennison and you don't know yes. Sam well, they he's, have, he's it, a comedian. He's the he's comedian. Is he the guy in Blazing Saddles with the fifty dollar no. hand? Uh, he's the one no. that's known for sc- for yelling. He always wore like a trench coat, and, like a beret. Back to school with. Yeah, Rodney Dangerfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. teacher that okay. yells at the girl about Vietnam. Okay, yes. All that's right. Sam Kinison. Got it. Uh, yes, I watched... Uh, Texas School's a Master. There's like the two, three... Triple Indian? <laughs> three or four of them, and I watched all of them. <laughs> they were hilarious. What was the best one? Uh, the first one, which was Breaking the Rules. So, And then they had a documentary where they interviewed his brother, which is kind of cool, too. Gotcha. So, uh, And then I watched... Uh, Mike Tyson oh. Mysteries. What? Yep. What is this? What? Mm-hmm. This Unsolved Mysteries with Mike Tyson? No, Mike oh, Tyson Mysteries. Wait, is this the cartoon? All right. Yep. Oh, okay, what? this is the cartoon. Where did you see this? Voodoo. I bought it. It was like a buck Mike Tyson Mysteries. Yep. It's an animated series about it's, Mike Tyson? It is. And his uh, is this supposed made adopted Asian daughter. <laughs> was this made recently? Yes. Like, oh, well, I don't know. Within the last few years. Okay. I think. All right. <laughs> It wasn't like I back in the eighties. It was Is on he Adult participating? Swim. Yes, he's actually in it too. And I'm not gonna lie, it so is looking up videos of really Mike Tyson funny. on yeah. interview segments is one of my favorite things. It's pretty funny. He, he's not a great interview. If, in case no, you didn't, uh, no, didn't he's know. certainly interesting though. I have he to is, give him that. Yeah. that. All right, Mike. Oh. Anything else? He'll talk uh, your ear off. No, that was <laughs> it. Eric. Oh, they talk about that. <laughs> What an idiot. So stupid. They, they talk Look how about satisfied that. he is with himself. Thanks for that joke, everybody's dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the dad jokes around here. Yeah. Thank you. You guys can proceed now. <laughs> Apparently. All right, Nick, what about for you, sir? Um, well, I uh, finished mm-hmm. Corner Gas, the series Corner the Gas. The Canadian yeah. extravaganza. Canadian um, television truly... So you must be done with all Canadian TV right now. You would think. I actually watched a couple uh, episodes of that. Or you, yeah, what would you think? I thought it was pretty funny. I yeah, haven't right? gotten back to it, though. Um, it looks f- well done. The first season is a tough one. Um, it did is it not, really? did not translate onto Amazon Prime very well. A lot of the audio isn't quite lined up with the video oh, for some reason. that's horrible. Uh, but if you could push through, it's uh, worth it. Anyway, I find most comedy shows don't have a very good first season a couple of exceptions to that rule but i find that's true with a lot generally of them. that's true yeah. especially trailer park boys must be a canadian thing especially you're right about that yeah they let us know when they have a good, good season. season yeah 
Haven't still yet. waiting. Still uh, waiting for that good one. But anyway, I found out there's a quarter gas movie, so oh, I watched that. My, oh, it was so good. Was it? No, it no? was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, but it was what it was. TV I guess. show movies, man. They yeah. they're rarely very good. Um, they filmed it ten years later, which was an interesting choice considering the age of some of the people on the show, like his mm-hmm. parents. Um, noticeably old yeah. too old to be doing it i think um, well in the in the movie are they supposed to be 10 years on yeah okay, they are so yeah. That's everybody's feel, feel, yeah so it worked but if they um, were trying to pretend like it was the next day or something then it gets a little weird kept the dream going for a while but it was good so i had moved on to a new show that uh somebody had recommended to me on netflix actually mm-hmm. um shit's creek mm-hmm. uh can you spell that uh that word for me s c h i t t it's a name. S. It's not a apostrophe. Yes. Oh, nice apostrophe. Yeah. All right. So, um, if iTunes, Mr. iTunes, if you're listening, don't give us an explicit. You were saying. You know that's not how that works. Right? Yeah. That's right. how it works. I think. No, I, I do that, Mr. iTunes. You know? <laughs> like I click a button that says. Are explicit. you Mr. iTunes, Nick? Is that what you're trying can, to tell us? I can click explicit if you want me to. No, no, no. No, um, no but anyway, someone recommended it to me. I was like, yeah, this will be different from Corner Gas. Get away from Canadian television. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched the first season. And I wasn't real sold. Uh, the seasons are relatively short, though, and it, it was actually my brother who was on me to like watch this show because he's like, "I want, I want you to watch it." I like the show a lot myself, dude. It's I tell great. you what, it got better. Oh wait, I forgot my punchline here. Hmm. About halfway through the second season, I realized it's actually a Canadian <laughs> television show. Oh, is it? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. It's, it is put out by some station that's owned by the CBC. I, when I was watching I saw the introduction I was like I have no idea what yeah, that is all the uh, Eugene Levy is from Canada is he yeah um Eugene Levy is one of our greatest actors of all time if you ask me um sounds like he's Canadian. one of the best comedic actors I would give absolutely you that. Yeah, yeah for sure and um his, his son is the one who he's a writer producer he's and his son in the show is his actual son yes yes yeah. um yeah, I watched a I few episodes funnier, of this. Funnier, that's, ba- that's literally, I mean, we can skip me because that's the only thing I watched yeah, this week with I, however many I watched. I, to me, it got funnier every season. Yeah. Um, and it's still going or wherever in Canada on I mean, the pop I mean, in its simplest forms, that show is the reverse of the Beverly Hillbillies. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Instead of the Hillbillies going to Beverly Hills, this brings Beverly Hills to the Hillbillies. Also, I yeah. noticed something aside from Nick's love of Canadian uh, sitcoms. Mm-hmm. I'm sold on, by the way. Nick, Nick really likes a show when uh, rich people fall on hard times. Um, his other uh, one of I his other like favorite Arrested com- development. Yeah, say Arrested yeah. Development uh, is, uh, rings a lot of uh, uh, ticks off a lot of the same boxes as uh, Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this was one. While you like the Three Stooges, then that's like half their episodes. Well, yeah. <clears throat> whenever Nick no. would watch Corner Gas, I felt like he was just trying to get the living room to himself. I actually feel like uh, <laughs> Shit's Creek is something we can enjoy together. So well, fair enough. Such a good show. <laughs> All right, anything else, Nick? Uh, no, that's really about it. All right, Eric, he's doing his like twelfth rewatch of Parks and Rec right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, Chris finds solace in it. Uh, that's all I watched was those episodes. All right, guys, then let's get in there and talk about Watchmen. The movie that I picked for this week is Watchmen. It currently holds a 64% uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Uh, it was made on a budget of one hundred and thirty. We'll just say one thirty-five million. Uh, box office was one eighty-five. Um, by this movie might have cut even when it's all said and done with promotions and stuff like that. This movie did underperform. Uh, there's no doubt For what about was expected. it. Yeah. Um, comic book movies. When this movie came out, comic book movies were just starting to become a very, vo- very valuable. What year did this come out again? This was two thousand and nine. Oh nine. Okay. Yeah, it was before Marvel really blew up. I yeah. Guess. When I did the original Iron Man come out? Do you I guys remember? Oh, uh, no. Mikey, look that up while uh, we're oh. doing this. Uh, all right, so we'll go around and give our star ratings for Watchmen. Uh, I can understand some people having a reaction to this film that's less than favorable. Uh, even the very first time I saw it, I walked out of the 08. theater. It was 08. I, I thought it was. Um the first time I walked out of the theater, I wasn't completely sold. I just was like, I guess I'm just going to have to think on that and uh, come back. But I have watched this movie an insane amount of times. I love it. Uh, it is one of my favorite films of all time. This is a five-star review for me, Mikey. Hmm. Uh, four stars? Five for me. Love it. Four and a half. Okay. Uh, let's go around and give our uh, some of the things that we like about Watchmen. Uh, Mikey, we'll, we will start off with you. What Soundtrack. do you like about Watchmen? Uh, specifically, are you talking about the in like the real world music that's in the movie? Oh yeah. Okay, I was I mean, actually going to say if I was to pick a uh, uh, real world, music. so like, like yeah. Jimi Hendrix songs and, and yeah, 60 oh yeah, songs, like yeah. The, yeah. yeah, soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, soundtrack. <laughs> this is a, original. It was a, original because the way they the order they put the songs in was an original. Order, right? So that's an original soundtrack, right? That's how that works. It doesn't yes. have to be an original soundtrack, right? but it's a soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, it's the same I thing. To me, soundtrack. soundtrack is John Williams' music S. that's written for the well, movie. That you're well, you have the score. wrong definition. That, it's just simple enough. Wouldn't that be the score? No, a soundtrack is actually the tra- the audio track of the film, yeah. which includes the music, but the soundtrack. So anyway, the soundtrack was great. Uh, oh, you just confused our listeners quite, who, quite a bit. Who, me? Jared is a movie score and soundtrack Snob. elitist. Yes, so he is an elitist. Yeah. This is the one of the few movies that I, I usually don't talk about soundtracks because most of the time I don't pay attention to them. But this one... I did. And I uh, the, I don't know, whatever you call it, the, the credit sequence at the beginning uh, set to oh, yeah. uh, The Times Are Changing mm-hmm. is, <clears throat> to me, I mean, that's a, one of the most beautiful things yeah. put the film and how it tells the story and, and, and brings you into the world that, like the world building that's done there, you know, like Miss Dr. Efficient. Manhattan shaking hands with John F. Kennedy and stuff like that. It's yeah. it is brilliant. See, it's seeing the comedian uh, mm-hmm. uh, be uh, the, the shooter, two. you know, yeah, on the grassy yeah. knoll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that got a big laugh in the theater when I saw it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's say this also. I have read the comic book. Has anybody else here? No. I have no. not. Other okay. Than just and I, but panels, when I say that I've read the comic book, I bought the Ultimate Edition uh, Blu-ray. And it came with what is called a motion comic. So even that, I've only, I guess, sort of read it. We are only going to be talking about the film. We are not very well versed in what's in the comic book, what's not. So this conversation is really going to be 
the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mean not the HBO show coming uh, soon? Coming soon? Well, yeah. hopefully. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, Jared's a little... Uh, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Uh, Mikey, you were saying. You like um, the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack, like. the music was great. Um, I I do like the way that they you know, were able to kind of rewrite history and make it look good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the thing was... I usually don't it's like called, these. Called uh, science fiction. Yeah, uh, you know, don't you start with that. It's alternate Mikey, history. Are you gonna try and claim that this movie is not science fiction, <laughs> Doctor Manhattan. Well, Listen, I mean, Doctor Manhattan builds a, a, a crystal palace on Mars. Don't tell me this is not a. Uh, you already got your review movie. locked in. Too late. This is just a little. I mean, I'm, no, I, I think it's more of an action film. I don't see it being sci-fi at all. <laughs> oh, my I don't know what you're talking oh, about, Mikey. straws. Yeah, they're wow. just, uh, you know, they're just creative. credibility. No, yeah, well, I never had any to begin with. That's but. true. Fair enough. Fair that enough. is honestly the most credible <laughs> thing he's ever said. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> credibility regained. Yep. yep. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so let's see. Um, yeah, so uh, sci-fi, okay. I mean, I don't normally like comic movies or anything like it. Well, and that's an interesting topic because it's not really. You right? like sensation. It is, and it, it is. It is. It's, a, it's I, I made really, like one. I really do feel like there is a difference between graphic novel movies and comic book movies. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, the difference I don't between know that I put Sin City in the same category as Marvel movies. Just, uh, you Not know, Sin City, but I wouldn't put this in the same class as Sin of, City. of history. I mean, well, I, just, I, mean like, I get they're you, both graphic novels, but I don't think they're the same kind of movies at all. I don't know what to mean. They Essentially, they're similar. the same thing. It's just one is meant to be um, kind of a limited run kind of thing, whereas another is... Literally, like a, something where it's like you know this this yeah. ca- these character changing cast of characters is ran for like. Forever. If you're talking about books, but when you're talking about movies, there seems to be a specific style that comes along with graphic novel movies. Well, what other graphic, graphic, graphic novel uh, guys? We yeah. gotta stop talking yeah. over each other. No, I, I think part of it is that like graphic novels because they're not trying they they can do a, like a short limited run a lot of times with some of the stuff like Sin City or some of these things where they're a little bit darker. So it's like it's not as it's not as candy coated as your Marvel movies. Yeah, but what other graphic yeah. novel movies are there? Road to Three, Perdition, Three Hundred, Ghost World, Sin City. Okay, so there are more. Okay, <laughs> quite a few. Well, I, I, I'm just, I figured there were. I just but couldn't. I don't know. When I think of them, I think there's a few things that are always there. Ultraviolence. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, um, extremely stylized visuals, mm-hmm. um, and usually, oddly, narration. Well, um, here's here's the thing. I think this is probably what you're getting at, and yeah. and having a hard time getting there. A comic book is designed to never end. They are purposely set sure. up in a way so that the story always and continues. to appeal to the most people. Whereas. What we're talking about with these types of movies mm-hmm. are usually some of those same people that made that other stuff that are do like doing something experimental. They're trying something mm-hmm. out that isn't you know it's it's a it's the indie films of comics. Yeah. So it's like yeah I don't know maybe I'm maybe I'm a, I just feel like they all have a very specific style that comic book movies really don't. Well, a lot of the ones we're talking about are made by the same person. Oh, that's <laughs> by true Zack too. Snyder, but. That's true. Too. Well, to me, Zach, well, Zach to be Snyder honest, came on when the I scene. Think of him, I think Zack Snyder. I, hey, this for one, the most part, the, the difference Robert being, Rodriguez. I like this one. This one visually has a lot in common with uh, Batman uh, versus Superman. Oh, there, don't mention that stupid thing to me. Saying, yeah, yeah, I could, I, I, I don't know, I, I think Zack Snyder's thing, three hundred was him 
getting up to speed. Watchmen is his style perfected and has never quite been the same since. Um, I like uh, what's the one with the the women in the mental institution? Oh, um, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Like, I oh, like yeah. that movie, but I it's got it. a lot of problems. Yeah, it does. Uh, Batman versus Superman has a lot of problems. It to me, is problems. Well, the watch. The, what I like about the Watchmen is you'll see this happen. We've talked about it before with uh, P. T. Anderson did Boogie Nights, and then was you get one shot. You're given a big budget and told to go make whatever you want, and you go make your Magnolia, or in this case, you go make your Watchmen. And the problem is Watchmen didn't hit like they wanted, and so Zack Snyder's never been given the freedom to do whatever he wants since then. You think it's that, or you think he's always trying to chase what he had already... like he. Sometimes it is a little bit of lightning in a bottle. Like mm-hmm. It's someone who's skilled, but they hit it. They hit it right, and then they try and copy their style, which just affects, you know, um, like copying, trying to imitate your own style is very problematic in the movie industry. Some people have done it very well. You got your Wes Andersons, you got your Tarantino, um, but then there's people like M. Night Shyamalan or some of these guys that, that have a style, try to emulate it and can never recapture the magic that it was the first time or two or three or whatever. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that was X. I think there's probably some truth to all the, the ways that we're looking at it. Um, Mikey, anything else that you want to specifically highlight that you like? Um, I don't know. This is a really good movie. Um, what do you think about the character? Roy Shack? I like him. And I, Roy Shack, you know. Roy Shack. Yeah. Rorschach. I know what his name is. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm going to probably call him that for the rest of the okay, podcast. So sure, feel free ahead. to make that I joke. To, I was like, did I hear that right? Um, what do you think about him? I like him. And I liked him in uh, the movie Little Children. Uh, <laughs> I did too. Uh, what He's a, a good actor. Creep He's a good in that actor. movie. Also in uh, Bad News Bears. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was in Bad that's News Jack Bears. That's Jackie Earl Hale, man. He was, uh, what's his name in the Bad News Bears? I mean, the, he's, the, he's the punk kid with the he's motorcycle. He's the punk kid with the, the bike. The punk kid with the motorcycle? Yeah, man. That's no him. No way. Yep. I didn't know that. Wait, all the way. And I feel really sad that I can't think of his name because I stinking love that movie. But I mean, you could always refer back to our Bad News Bears episode. Which Dave will have to tell you what number it is. Yeah. Just give him a call. <laughs> his yeah, number is 314. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really uh, should give his number out. That'd be uh, funny. Huh. Oh, our, our cue it up librarian. Yeah, <laughs> we need to make him the record keeper. The archivist. Or the, archivist. Or the gatekeeper. All right, Nick, what about for you? Uh, before we get into things that you like, um, what do you think about the character Rorschach? Uh, definitely my favorite character. Mm. Um, I think he's, you know, and it really leads into what I really do like about this movie because okay. it is a comic well, superhero movie. Okay, yeah. It's a deconstruction uh, of the superhero myth. But it is ultra-realistic superheroes in the fact that not all the good guys are good. <laughs> That's an uh, no, uh, uh, yeah understatement. I understand. Yeah. In fact, there's really only like one good good guy. I would yeah, say that's uh, Night, Night Owl. Jason Night Patrick's Owl. character. Yeah, definitely Jason Patrick. What's Patrick his name? Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, you have a God, crush I'm on not Patrick Wilson. What is going you on? You have a crush you? on Patrick I do. Wilson, and you I didn't do. even I know his yeah. name. Jason um, Patrick isn't he the guy from uh, Beverly Hills or whatever? He's the guy from Lost Boys. T1000. Jason Priestley's who I'm thinking. Jason Patrick is. The T1000. My God. No. No, nope, that's no. not right either. Oh. No. Jason Patrick is from Lost Boys. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I Robert, know. Wait, okay. Robert, Robert Patrick. Is he the guy, yeah. he the guy on Solar Babies? <laughs> <laughs> who? 
Jason Patrick? <laughs> I know who Jason Patrick is. Yes. Yeah, he might be. Wasn't, wasn't there a he? guy from Lost Boys in that? And the girl, too. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Solar Babies, man. Yeah, Solar Babies. Oh, man. That's Jason that's Patrick. That's what I intended all okay. along. Yeah, that's where we meant uh, to end up. Anyway, somehow we, <laughs> somehow we keep getting the Solar Babies on this show. <laughs> you can't escape It's it. the weirdest, yeah. oddest uh, pick of a movie. Um, what was I saying? You were talking about oh, how sure. there's only one good, yeah, the, actual good character. Really, this movie is about different shades of morality to me, and it gives you something to like ponder. It's a lot deeper than your average um, yes. superhero movie, and Rorschach is really... This movie is a lot deeper than your average movie Yeah, that's true, too. Rorschach is really the epitome of that to me, um, because really, there's not a whole lot separating Rorschach from the criminals, or even like a serial killer, Yeah, other than he's killing bad people. Well, he's Which, doing it from his own version of whatever his morality code is, yeah. but it's unwavering. So it's 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 easy to respect him even if he's wrong yeah. because he believes in it so fully that he will give his life for it. Not only give his life, but correct me if I'm wrong, I've always felt that the ending he's sort of committing suicide. Well, yeah. Like he, I, I, it's like he wants to achieve what he, this goal for but them, but he refuses to, but bend he can't, it. the only way he can do it is to not exist. Yes. Um, so it's like a thing of like, he knows this is what needs to happen, but he doesn't have it in him to compromise the only thing that has kept him on in his mind functional, which is in not being a, like, you know, a, a, one of them yeah. is, is, is his code of justice and morality. So it's like. He knows that the only way that it can exist is for him to not exist. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess the brilliant thing about it is the unwavering code is mm-hmm. something in a lot of superhero movies. This shows the dark side of how dark that can get. Yeah. Um, plus, I don't know. His narration in this movie, and I'm not usually a fan of narration. It's so good, though. Yeah. It's so good. Um. Anyway, but generally speaking, I love all the visuals in this movie. Um, it's really, I think it's easy to get super goofy with the kind of thing they're going for here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually point at Sucker Punch for that, actually. Yeah. Uh, or even to me, this is controversial, probably 300. Um, to me, there is some stuff in 300 that I'm just like, it's almost goofy. Um, this movie, they seem to do it right. Yeah, um, the right balance is found. For sure. Um, and it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek. I don't know. They struck a really nice balance in this movie between fantasy and reality, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting. I don't know. I love this movie. Mm. Do too. Um, what do you think about uh, the ending of the film? Um, do you mean the ending? I'll explain as I go. Or meaning the plot uh, ending. Like. So we're shown um, Dr. Manhattan kills uh, Rorschach. And um, beautiful scene, by the way, with the him becoming him a, becoming a Rorschach yeah. blot. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's so brilliant. Um, and then we're shown the world is getting along, like the world has improved. And then the movie presents us with this uh, newspaper, and Rorschach's journal ends up there. And you, I mean, to me, I think that is. The filmmaker saying like, "This piece will not last." Right. You know, the the truth is going to come out, and the music leads me to believe like, if you watch it and don't think about it, it seems almost like a happy way to end the film. And then I think about it, I'm like, I'm not quite sure that's true. 
What was the last entry in the journal? Because how up did I know a they talked about died in New York? No, no, that was knows. the first. Well, well, the the last entry though, meaning like I they say something about about going to. See I think Vite. the last entry, but I don't is... know if they say Vite's responsible or what. Like mm. I don't, I don't think there's anything that implicates fight i think they say they need they they found out that pyramid international or whatever it was is owned by Vite, and then they need to go see Vite. i, I think that that's implied, like the last thing i thought they implied that i've always gonna, taken it as what you're saying what I'm yeah. saying. That, like he's even though he's gone the, the truth, truth does still come out. out um so is that good or bad that's exactly <laughs> the point right do you know yeah. i would take and i know as, that's not the answer you want me to be like yeah that's why this movie is good because that's the question that this brings up. But the whole movie does that. Um, uh, I don't know. Is peace a good thing if peace is based on everybody agreeing on a lie? Mm-hmm. I think it's just a, it's so, so shaky. It's just a matter of time. See, here's the thing is now that one journal tears down all of society. So was that a good thing? I don't think so. I mean, I the reason I think the journal was there isn't about the truth will get out or whatever. We can read into that, whatever. I think it's the fact that we're literally watching a comic book movie and that uh, you're like, oh, this story gets out and this is the story that we're reading. Is, is they, 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 they fictionalize this into a, a comic and it becomes, you know, like a TV movie later and it becomes like, like I think yeah. it's the thing of the pulling it into like, Oh, it's like it's like it's in our real world because I'm re- at the time when that when Watchmen came out, it's like I'm reading that comet. Like you know, I, I think it's more was to, to hint that that the the journey that you're going on, it's supposed to like tie it to. Even though we know that there was no Doctor Manhattan, like we know that it's not our world, mm. but it's just a thing of like, hey, this this information got out, and that's the story that I'm reading is this whole you know um, visualized sense of this journal. Yeah. Um, I, I think you can then, but, but the thing is, you're going to put that in your movie, then you're going to have to deal with the real world ramifications of that within your universe. And that's what you're talking about there. So whether or not they intended it for that, you have to deal with that now because you put it in that movie. And now those characters are going to print that, that log and it w- could potentially undo the piece that was there. But I'm just saying from a movie standpoint, I think it's a nod to like, people reading the comic or, 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 you know, like fans of Watchmen. Of like, right. yeah. Um, follow to a logical conclusion. I'd like an answer from you too. Um, not Mikey. We'll get to Mikey. <laughs> what? We have to preface that. Does the ending of this film, um, make it so that, but basically if you're to make the decision, whether or not it, it did, what's the guy's name? Vite. Is that his um, name? Adrian Veidt. Adrian Veidt. Did what he did? Yeah. Did what he did justify the means? Um, that's kind of the point of the movie. I mean, here's the thing. No, I, I don't think it does because as as we're shown, it again, like you said, whether we're interpreting it or not on our own, it's not going to last. And human nature is for peace not to last. Like there will always be a time where we will find a reason to fight. Mm. So at that point, it's it's really about someone that's trying to, like you said, you know, I think that's why that's kind of the after part to that is not the journal thing to me. The the tag on the um, this thing, this thing that we did and the moral choice of, of um, can we live with this choice is the the actual tag on that is what Night Owl says to him. He says, you know, about what it is, is that, you know, it's about his legacy is like, you will be like, the, you, you think you did this thing. It's like, it's, he's doing it from this thing of like, he wants to save humanity. Mm-hmm. But really what he wants is he wants to 
be Alexander the Great. He wants to change the world in a way that even the the most ambitious human in history, in his mind, he's supposed to be the smartest man on earth. And it's like the most ambitious human in his mind that ever existed didn't accomplish this goal. And he's like, I'm smart enough to accomplish the unification of the world. Mm -hmm. But like Night Owl is basically like saying like, you, 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 it's not going to last. It's a tainted legacy. Like people will not look upon you favorably if the if they were to know the truth of like what was done here. Um, I think that's more of it because it's like it, it, it's it's great in reality and it stops the momentary war that's going on. But do I think the Earth is going to be singing kumbaya songs um, for the rest of eternity? No. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not right. sure there was just ever a evil dictator who wasn't doing what he did in the name of unification yeah. of the world, yeah. um, a.k.a. taking it over. Here's the interesting thing, though. I agree with what you just said, with yeah. the exception of I believe that most of those evil dictators had evil intentions. I don't get that from Adrian Veidt. No. I do believe that he truly has the world's best interest in mind when he's doing he, I it. I agree. I think I you're do. right. But do intentions really... But it's mixed with ego. Do intentions really weigh that heavily on whether or not something's right or wrong? Yeah. Um, I don't think He so. reminds me of a character from the Stormlight Archive, um, King Taravangian. Um, it's the classic moral thing yeah. of... Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but nobody yeah. else does. Uh, it's the classic well moral quandary yeah, of, if you had a time machine, could you smother Hitler as a baby? Yes. Like, you kill a baby, but then you're Hitler. a baby killer. But I killed Hitler. But you could have potentially okay. caused him, or, or you know, okay, and that, that's always the thing too. Of could someone worse rise up or whatever? But the thing is, is like, you, you, you're he hasn't yet made the choices that he's made, and unless you believe that it is a hundred percent fixed, you believe time is a constant. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're we're huh. we're taking huh. back to the future Wait. rules, or no. what are we? What are we talking I don't know. We're talking We've time gotten travel. way off yeah. subject. Basically, yeah. time just, travel. I think that's the Watchmen. I knew this is going to happen. When yeah. you, it's impossible to talk about the Watchmen without getting into this type of conversation. Yeah. If you ask me, it really is an ethical dilemma. Every character is an ethical dilemma. Yes, situation. Um, it's really what this movie is all about. Um, I was a smarter person who's more well studied than me would probably be able to point out like every different kind of ethical philosophy that's represented here. I don't know. Um, but it does seem like they covered all their bases. Yeah. The only guy to me that seems uh, to be really in the right is the Night Owl. Um, mm-hmm. Patrick, whatever. Patrick Wilson. Jason now. Patrick. Tra- Patrick Warburton. But yet he, uh, have you I seen this boy? But yet he's not going to speak up. He's going he's gonna to hide that. And, that. and that's the thing. He's also probably the most ineffective character in the movie. Yeah. So that also makes you think is like He's a is scout. is it worth being righteous if you don't do anything? Yeah, because of it. I don't know. Yeah, I love the way that he reacts to the comedian uh, shooting off those beanbag uh, shotgun yeah. uh, stuff. The way that he interacts with the comedian, it's almost like you just get the idea that the his character wants to be good so much. He's just out of his league. Yeah, like when he's confronted with the absolute nihilism of the comedian, like he doesn't know how to react. So brilliant. Mikey, where do you weigh in on the moral quandary of the, the ending of this film? Uh, well. Killing many people to, to save the masses. Do, to save uh, so what, are you asking me whether I think it's right or not? Yeah. 
Um, no, I don't think it's right. So you um, would have done what Rory Shack did? Probably. Well, I mean, I don't know. I might have. I might have lived and just not said anything. But um, I don't know. Mikey looks a little bit like that guy. Yeah. Uh, I, no. No. Don't say that. I think <laughs> no. He's a weird looking guy. He is a weird looking. <laughs> yeah, he is actually yeah. made a lot of money off of being that That's weird true. looking guy. That's though, true. So. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't. I definitely don't think that. Oh, he didn't need to kill himself, but whatever. This I is mean, a movie that really breaks a lot of superhero movie cliches, obviously. Well, it's uh, a, again, it's yes. a examination of them. Yes. This is the first so, postmodern So one of my favorite parts, because I, I, was, I was aware of what the Watchmen story was the first time I watched the story, but I didn't know the, all the details. I didn't know that Ozymandias was the bad guy. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't know all those things going in. When... The first time around, when you're you're going in with normal movie expectations and normal superhero movie expectations, where the good guys will win and they'll save everyone, whenever he tells them, he's like, "You didn't. What do you think this is like? What do you think this is?" He's like, "You think if there was any chance that you could stop me, yeah. I would have told you I'm all this. It's already, it's already, book it's already done. Yeah. Like when that realization happens and you see that like at all these major towns across the all these major cities across the world have already been destroyed. Mm-hmm. I like." Even if the movie wasn't so, already to that point, I was like, man, this movie does not hold back yeah. um, this story. Because, again, obviously they're adapting it. Um, and if you're familiar with the story, too, um, uh, I don't know. Mikey, did you know that this story uh, in the actual ending doesn't end with uh, uh, like the way that it does? It, it ends with like a giant giant squid giant thing. squid creature that like... Uh, There's no they, explanation. Like, uh, in the comic book, they just cut to a picture of the city. And there's just a giant squid, a di- giant dead squid looking thing. There's no explanation. It's All one of the weirdest parts of the whole book. Uh, he, he had no intentions of writing a sequel. So like well, the, the way that the, it is like, weird, it's very the strange. way that like the destruction happens, I guess, is from a giant squid creature, not like whatever bombs, things, whatever these energy things are yeah. blowing up all over. Hmm. Which, for <coughs> again, I think that's one of those brilliant things. You could the the filmmakers of this movie were very very um, respectful and, and not changing things and stuff like that. But like that even they they were just like we far. need yeah like they have to change some things for the medium of film. Uh, Mikey, you still have not weighed in uh, completely. Are you going on record as saying that you believe that uh, it is the wrong thing to do in the end? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think killing what did they say fifteen million people. I don't mm-hmm. think that's a good idea. Just to so Save I don't know, me. man. What if what if the country, what if the world had died the next year without his intervention? I mean, what if? You, what There's if a lot the of what ifs. You're, just, you're planning a lot yeah. of things on what ifs, right? I mean, um, I, I don't know. I just uh, no, I don't think that that's the moral thing that you should do if that happens and it should happen naturally. And so you I said should that not it was be the wrong. one doing it. I will tag that because I didn't do that that final part of it, which is the the truth. I I would be the night owl character in this, meaning I would. Do, if I had position or had an ability to try and stop it or whatever, I would be actively trying to prevent this. Once yeah. it was done, I wouldn't... Knowing, again, unless there's going to be a time machine where we can go back and undo it, what's done is done, I wouldn't waste it by mm. going and trying to spoil it. Like I, it wouldn't be a fear of, like, I don't want to die from... I don't want Dr. Manhattan to make me into an ink blot on the snow. Yeah. Um, but it would, it would literally just be because at this point it's already done. Why throw it away? Mm. You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. 
Uh, every time I watch this movie, the the ending always, I will always contemplate the ending, and I, I've never really been able to quite really pick it apart and come to a conclusion on it. It's it's a very brilliant. I can sleep at night because I'd be thing. like, it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick. Anything else you want to say about liking of the film? No, I don't think so. All right, Eric. Um, I think Zack Snyder gets a little crazy sometimes with the trying to make it visually appealing and visually awesome. But this, this movie, it strikes a nice balance between crazy comic visuals and just weird scenes. And, and you have those opportunities when you have a character like Dr. Manhattan too, that Mm -hmm. can just like blink you to another place and, and, and do crazy things or completely rip someone's atoms apart. And, uh, I I don't know. I I think, um, but it's also the scenes where, um, like with the comedian, like when the comedian is in Nam mm-hmm. and the look and joy on his face as you see like flames oh, yeah. reflected on his face as he's like, uh, he lights his people. cigar with yeah. the, uh, uh, what is that thing called? The a flamethrower and then torches the inhabitants. of. There Vietnam. are times when slow motion doesn't work and it's not necessary. It's, it's some of the coolest scenes I've seen in a movie in, in, in this. Some, there's well, some Dr. Manhattan scenes. coming a, over the horizon oh. with the, the dun, sound. Dun, 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 yeah, that's a Everything about Dr. Manhattan yeah. is mesmerizing to me. His origin story they do it's in this. It's one when, of my favorite parts of like When his like veins and stuff start reappearing, mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm so in. <laughs> uh, I don't think... I think that is music written for the movie. I don't think that is taken elsewhere. Yeah. To me, that's the only part of the movie where the the soundtrack, the written uh, score for the film, really does an incredible job. Are you talking about Jimi Hendrix? No. Stop it, Mikey. What? You stop it. What? <laughs> You're purposely trying to derail. Dude, All me? Right. Never. Um, yeah, Eric, you were saying? I'm saying, I, I think... There's a lot of opportunity to go way overboard here. I think this movie strikes a nice balance of being totally out there, but yet feeling somehow realistic in a lot of ways. Um, part of that too is because they don't um, whitewash. They don't like. They they don't have a straw man for morality. Um, like I said, it, the idea of seeing a superhero sitting on a ratty couch. Because like he's not, you know, it's outlawed uh, to for for superheroes. Like to see someone that you're like, that's a guy that has done great things and now eats TV dinners on mm. his couch. Like that's an awesome concept. I, and it's not something the movie originated, but I'm just saying, like being able to see that. Yeah, I, don't know. I love him also visiting with the old night owl. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys ever his seen the director's cut? Beer, uh, beer, uh, yeah. Trading, trading superhero stories. Uh, if you've ever seen the director's cut, um, my favorite scene in the director's cut involves the night owl from oh, old. night owl. Okay. Um, that that the I don't old know. Night owl yeah, owl. yeah. It, that is such a brilliant scene. But um, I guess I don't want to spoil it. If you haven't seen Mason, it. I think is. His I believe that's right. All right, guys, let's get into things that we uh, don't care for. Uh, Mikey, you can go ahead and start us off again. I've got nothing. I think this movie is pretty awesome, just not quite five stars. A little too close to a comic book movie. I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah, no, I don't have anything wrong with it. (laughs) it It's just not, you know, it's not one of those that, I mean, I haven't seen, this is the second time I've seen this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I like watching it, but I usually, I mean, I don't know, it's. Good movie. I just don't watch it very often. All right. So I don't have much to complain about it, though. Mikey. Or not Mikey. Nick. You just got called Mikey. Wow. 
Sorry, sir. That's offensive. Oh, yeah, offended. Um, I like I said, I give this movie a five star. There is, this is not easy to say. Uh, let me just preface this by saying I have a good reason. I feel like, and I think especially Zack Snyder does this, putting things that are pushing the boundary just to prove that your movie isn't for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I see it more in 300, and I have a bigger problem with that movie. Um, things like showing Dr. Manhattan fully nude. Oh, yeah. Doesn't seem necessary in this movie to well, me. Well, that's the way the comics yeah. were. So. This, sure. I, 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 don't, I really don't have a problem with it. I'm not offended by it. I, it just kind of sticks in my crawl a bit that I feel like they're doing it just to prove to me that this is not a comic I mean, book movie. I think it's that's for what adults. That sex scene is like that too. Set to but uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It seems overly graphic. It is, and I agree. But at least that had a purpose for being in the movie. Also, when she hits the fire button at the end, I think is a, a hilarious ending. Yeah, just the I, idea not, that he, I actually he, thought that was a little has, too cheesy. To he, be honest, I think with you. it's meant to be. I think oh, the yeah. idea that he suffers yeah. from dysfunction until they go out and uh, mm-hmm. fight some crime, mm-hmm. and then uh, then he gets the juices flowing is, it's is hilarious. Like I think that's yep. awesome. I think it's brilliant. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of those parts of the movie. But I kind of, I kind of agree. Yeah, but that's about it. Not enough for me to take a score down for sure. All right. I can tell you what takes a score down for me, half point. Let's hear it. Oh, even though it's not the worst I've ever seen in a movie, sometimes that the old person makeup on the younger people, it's a little... Are you specifically talking about the uh, old, old Silk old Spectre? Sil- yeah. Um, that, that's, She's that's the only one that I have a problem with. Is there somebody else um, that has that? I mean, they do it to, um, you know... Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and I think it looks great on him. Um, to, sometimes, not all. There's some where it's just like you can just see the makeup caked on. Um, even even stuff like while I like it, something about how how cartoonish like Nixon's like uh, <laughs> you know I mean I'm just saying like there there yeah. are things to kind of like about it. But in, movie, <laughs> but in a movie that is so ridiculous and you have this blue man that reassembles himself and all this stuff like that where it's like there's a lot to get past the barrier of believability yet somehow they find a way to make it feel rooted in real world things Mm -hmm. like you know it's just like anything that pulls me out a little bit and makes me uh, uh, I'm watching a movie that's just makeup like I get that it was done. It was done very well. It's the reason I won't watch J. Edgar. I still have not watched J. Edgar. Yeah, me neither. I just can't yeah, get past, even in the trailer, just what I see with the makeup. I have a big problem with that, in, um, and I love the movie, but um, Looper. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's makeup is so distracting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So distracting. I, I agree. And it's the thing is, is like I'm not saying it's the worst I've ever seen, but my point is, is I'm struggling to, to get... I'm like, I'm just hoping that they're going to let me believe the story that I'm watching it, that is that it's a real world and they do such a great job and then the makeup kind of undermines it um is so it's not, really enough to knock out a half star yeah i hate it every time <laughs> i watch it man <laughs> seems like a very mild one to me but all right um, um there's other things too which is logical things um it's something that and again who knows like so for, say for instance since i didn't read the original comic mm-hmm. 
so the solution to this, where it's uh, the these energy things that they were working on, there's there's when I say this, this is just one example. There's a few different things. There's times where the scene ends and whatever happens and whatever outcome of that scene, they don't address it in the movie. But then my brain goes and I go, well, what would be the real world ramifications of that scene? And there are times where I go, they would they, they would not get away with whatever they just did, or they would not be be able to allow to move on to whatever they're just doing. Like even the thing with Vite, and, and here's the thing, he is trying to be in a sense a martyr for that, but like there's no way that they don't, like when, when it's not like um, Dr. Manhattan um, only had his laboratory in those areas and no one else was involved. Like that was a co-joint effort between him and, and, and Vite mm-hmm. for all those areas. The government knows about those those energy projects in all those areas, and it just happens that those devices... Look, yes, it, it registers the same energy signature as Dr. Manhattan. It's in the exact same location as all these energy devices that this other guy is working on, too. There's going to be some questions, and there's going to be some looking into that. I, I'm just saying there's a lot of things that are swept under the rug, and that could be a product of needing to change the outcome to make it believable so it's not a giant squid. Sure. There's some other ones, and I, I, I didn't write them down, so I don't remember specifically, but there's a few different times where I go, look, I love the movie, but that's a very quick answer to a problem that if they really if you sat there and and looked at what would happen in that world even in that world after that Mm -hmm. questions would be asked or things would happen and it would not just be as clean and cut and dry as as the movie pretends and so it's kind of exists in like which most movies do but it exists in a fairy world where there's not a lot of consequences unless you want them to be consequences in your plot in a movie like this uh, that can be a problem and again not enough to make me hate the movie i love this movie but I think that and the makeup, like, there's a few different times where I'm like, eh, I just don't believe that's how it would go down. All right. Um, the only complaints I have is I've always thought that the uh, Rorschach going to prison uh, sequence is longer. And I've never quite – it just seems to be a detour for this movie. It's, it's entertaining. Funny, yeah, there's the, some good stuff in there. The, that that villain character that they have in there is mm-hmm. funny, but it's just like it seems like a, a waste of time. Yeah, like I'm everything else I can kind of look at and go, this is here because of this and that. I'm not quite sure what would be lost from this Great movie. Great line comes out of that. You're when not. It, uh, yes. You're, you, you, I'm not, I forget the exact line, but. Uh, I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and he means it. Like, it's not just something that someone is saying to scare. It's like literally like. And then he beats him to death with a yeah. cafeteria tray, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Also, when you you get to see how his mind works, that he's so smart and, and has normally has everything so figured out. It's very hard to surprise Rorschach. We only we see it happen once or twice and it's really because of someone that's supposed to be smarter than him sets it up. I mean, the only other time in the movie that he gets surprised really is the um when he's in Malik's room and the cop show up, but that was set up by Adrian. Yeah. Um so it's like it's okay to like write that up when 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 someone that is not on his level of intelligence, that that little uh villain there and uh, when the guy sticks his arms through, and you know that the whole time he's been setting up his plan to throw his, him into the the toilet and have the exposed wire, mm-hmm. like like how calmly he transitions into that, like I, I think is genius. Yeah, I agree. It just shows how prepared that that character is. Uh, he's a he's a fascinating character. 
Oh, I want to. I remember what the other negative I wanted to mention. Sure, go ahead. Um, it's not a big one again for me too, and it'll be interesting to see how the HBO series handles this. Um, I have faith in it. I it isn't. I mean, it still is right. It was. It's supposed I to be run it by J.J. Abrams in the Watchmen right? world, but I do initially not when it was first announced, it was J.J. Abrams. But is he? I didn't read. Is he still attached to it? Like, I'm did sure he, he has something to do okay. with it, man. I don't know how much his hand was in it. Um, so, um, for a story where I'm watching superheroes. Some of the characters in this are way too um, too skilled without any explanation. Um, like, it's okay when Dr. Manhattan is, or it's mm-hmm. okay. And, and even Comedian, they don't really, like... Co- comedian is more about actions. They don't really show too many crazy fight scenes where it's like he's doing, you know, superhuman things. But, like, th- when they do do that stuff... I don't know how you're going to explain it to me that it's going to work, but I, I kind of want like some kind of explanation. Even even make it comic booky. Tell me that they he had some kind of radiation like leak or something. I don't care. Like I'll take whatever you want and like give me a reason to believe that they have this otherworldly strength because the kind of the kind of fights that they have are not about training and skill. Like it is part of it is literally they just have like superhuman abilities and they yeah. don't even mention it. And 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 if you're going to go that route. Also, just don't shine a light on it. They kind of shine a light on it with Hollis, like the Hollis Mason talk, because like literally they talk about it starting, and he's like, "It was just a couple of cops that like you know we were like, oh man, we're tired of it." And it's like you're telling me this just this isn't this ain't Batman, you know? I mean, the Night Owl is obviously supposed to be, be reminiscent of Batman, but um, it's like don't shine a light, don't hang a lantern on the fact that these were regular people that just started putting on capes and then show me do these amazing things. You could have just left that out of there. It's a cool That's scene. The old Watchmen, the new Watchmen have, with a couple of exceptions, extraordinary things going on with them. But they don't explain any. They they explain um, Adrian's uh, genius. Mm-hmm. They don't explain his physical prowess uh, of what he has and, and being able to catch. I think the, the movie's now. already packed enough, man. You're, you're asking I, for. If some... I have to sit through an origin story of every character in this movie, I'm out. But I'm, well, but and I think this out. movie tests the patience of your average yeah. viewer already. But you don't have to give me an origin story. Just say they all have things that like you know, Dude, basically going to be a lot of expository. No, I, I think, like I said, I think you could do it. I think I think if you don't have the scene, as much as I like I that scene... I think you want it to be a Marvel movie and it's not. I'm saying if you don't have Hollis Mason Marvel, say that they were Marvel regular movie, people yeah. Here's Here's the, where I think your, your logic falls apart, Eric. Is that this movie already did not do super well for it being already too hard to for standard audiences and you're asking for more of that I'm, I'm saying you don't even have to give explanation just don't put that one line of dialogue in there for me that makes me think that's like all right especially even again even if you can say it was version one of superheroes mm-hmm. um don't say that it's just that we were just regular people who put on like we just got tired of it and put on a mask because then you're gonna have fight scenes or they're not doing regular people thing. You don't you don't have to have some of the scenes like when they go in and fight in that that jail. They look darn cool. But also I'm like I'm trying to believe that as a real world scenario. You do everything else to make your characters feel like real human beings. You show all that moral stuff. You like I said you have the basically the the put in my mind that he sits on a couch and eats TV dinners. Like everything else is so grounded. But then because it's Zack Snyder, you are doing those flashy fight scenes. And they look cool, but I'm just saying it, it, it draws me out a little bit from the, again from the believability of the overall world. I don't know. I, that's your opinion. We'll have so, to settle. Drop me for a four there. and a half, man. Like, that's right. It's still a great review. 
All right, guys. Uh, anybody else have anything to say about the Watchmen before we close the book? No, sir. I don't believe so. All right. Then it is my pick for next week again. What? That doesn't uh, make sense. You just picked last... Uh... I did, but uh, after the fallout of episode 200, um, I get to do a double pick. Wait, did you split yourself in two like Dr. Manhattan? Are you doing two picks at once? Uh, wouldn't that be a cool superpower? It would be you cool. You could put out both episodes at the same time. It would be amazing. That'd be interesting. No, we shouldn't do that. No, we shouldn't do that. We don't have <laughs> the budget for that either. Definitely. All right, guys. Jared, let me tell you what happened if Jared could split himself in him. Don't do this. Jared, <laughs> uh, if Jared could split himself and accomplish multiple tasks at once, Jared would be split himself onto the same couch, all with headphones on, not talking to each other, listening to uh, audiobooks. Different audiobooks. Same audiobook. The Sometimes same the same audiobook. I'd figured you want to do multiple. He wouldn't find any interesting thing to do with that power. <laughs> I think that's interesting if you ask me. All right, guys. The movie that I'm going to pick for next week is Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, oh sorry, no. Mikey. Wow. Oh, I might as well no. have just picked because I like that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. like it. i just curious to see what Mikey's going to say. I'm Mikey probably not going to like it. It's a good film, man. Uh, and also, a great book that I've anybody, read in my class several times. Really? Over the years. Doesn't this have something to do with The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? <laughs> nope. No. Not even oh. close. Uh, oh. In your mind, it will. Oh, well, very well. I don't know. But it doesn't. All right. Well, guess what? What? I just wanted to let our awesome listeners know. And that's all the time sure we have for this you, week. You <laughs> uh, check out our social media Facebook. The social media? Yeah, we've got one of those. And, uh, what, and how somebody's can they actually find on it. How can they find that? Uh, what are we on there? <laughs> yeah, up. some of my family members were having conversations with Mikey on Facebook. It made me very uncomfortable. Who, yes, uh, yes. Somebody <laughs> told Jared. What was it they say? So, yeah, somebody was like, what's going on with the Q&A yeah. page? Or whatever. I was just <laughs> it's like, getting a little yeah, weird. I don't know. I yeah, just I look us up. We're on Facebook in months. We're on Q it up. We can always just claim someone hijacked it. Right. Yeah, it was me. Well, nobody else is doing anything. Hijacked it. Mm-hmm. Something gets really out of control. That's yeah, true. Yeah, if anybody wants to hang out with me and uh, <laughs> chat on social media, you just uh, Great, you buddy, just let me know. Eighteen years older, older, please, <laughs> please. Oh, please. please. Yeah, I don't want to be. Yeah, no. I mean, it sounded real creepy. What? No, <laughs> it sounded real. Creepy. No, no. Also, although you so, got to consider it's Facebook, so most people are middle aged. So professional. That's oh, true. By the way. <laughs> That's true. Audible, if you're listening, uh, mm. yeah. See, we need one of those. I'll run the movies. Facebook page if Audible's interested. No, he won't. I would. Oh, if we got free Audible, dude, I do just for you that. Know how much money I oh sink into Audible? It's it's one of the only areas of my life where I'm not good. With would money. you say it costs more than a 44 ounce uh, soda? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> okay, snap. as an inside reference, <laughs> it is. Actually, it won't be because I'm putting that on the episode. Oh, so. oh <laughs> no! Uh-oh. All right, guys. So, Bridge Terabithia next week, and until then, cue it up.